to the Divorce Devil Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Rachel. Follow us as we dive into all the positive and negatives of post-divorce recovery. Stay tuned for some real and sometimes raw end-of-the-road divorce topics. Please put on your big pants because we're full of honesty, authenticity, and irrefutable truths. This progressive podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. Enjoy. I act like I'm happy. Okay. We are recording almost. Oh my gosh. Three, two, one. Welcome everybody out there to Divorce Devil episode 84. Um, today we're talking about what is your post-divorce happy? What is yours, Rachel? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys, if you've never been a guest on here. <laughs> David has a new soundboard and oh. we were trying it out before. <laughs> And we both have head rush, and I think I'm having hot flushes again. That make ooh. <laughs> We're just going to wing it, because we have a topic, but I'm not sure I understand it. But. Oh, so the topic is, what is your post-divorce happy? What is, what is post-divorce happy? David's is pushing my buttons. Why do you need post-divorce happy? Where can you find post-divorce post-divorce happy? We're professionals um, here, people. Why do you have to have it? Um... Is it a compass to your divorce recovery? Ooh, a compass. Like a compass? Compass. Are you saying that funny? No, compass. Compass? Comp piss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to, but <laughs> <laughs> And how do you how to Is it like my water? <laughs> how do you realize and accept you're happy? Oh wow. So why why is happiness uh post divorce recovery necessary? I think I put you in a good mood. Yeah, you, know, you did. Put you in the right, yeah. the right feeling that you need to. <laughs> I'm just going to be over here laughing, at him. Um, right. which I do anyway. But. Right now, we're happy. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're happy. Got Dutch Bros yep. and the buttons. Yep, buttons. <laughs> Love it when you push my buttons, mm. especially the helium button. Yeah, baby. Let's get back to divorce okay, so recovery. Post I think happy. happy is laughter. I oh mean, my God. laughter. I am so happy right now. <laughs> I feel like you have to find your happy in order to laugh again, because a lot of things you you can do fake laughing, and but when you generally butt gut whatever you call it gut laugh. Remember belly you laugh. said uh, the other day on the podcast that you saw a TikTok where the mom and the son were. He was in a bad mood and they just fake laughing until they laughed. They laughed and they, yeah, yeah. they, they fake, they faked it until they made it. So it was, does it work with sex too? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Oh, no. Damn, that was quick. No. no. Yeah, no. At this age, no, you don't fake it. I mean, yeah, no. I mean, if you're truly happy, you're going to get what you need from your partner or yourself. I mean, batteries or a lot of those things plug in now. So we Kelly, don't need batteries. Kelly, 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 Kelly. Um, so, and again, there's human needs and I think you need and deserve to be happy. And I don't know what your happy is, but I know what my happy is. And the only person that can make me happy is me. And once you become happy, you're able to, if, if that's what you want in a relationship or whatever, even like your friendships get better because you're your genuine self. Like a lot of people I've met, most of my friends I met married. So they know my marriage and they know that a lot of my marriage was very happy. 
So there's a different marriage me and divorce me. Yeah. And I think when you're getting divorced, a lot of your brain goes to, I no longer have this. I no longer have that. It's no longer this. We're no longer a couple. We're no longer, you lose friends because they're your couple friends. And I mean, I know I went through like, if my ex was friends with someone first, I lost those friends and I moved to where he's from. So I was always the fifth wheel. Because it was a couple. So there's four people anywhere. So I always felt like I was always looking in, even though we were couples, you know? The, so the fifth wheel in a four person wheel house. In a car, like, so yep. in a car. I always felt like I was the spare tire. Like, I never understood their jokes because they grew up together. I yep. never understood, like, I didn't know all the places they would go to because they're either closed or any times we were together, it would always revert back to what they did. Um, I have like two friends from high school that I still talk to occasionally and you know, though they're, they're far away. So when I go back home, I have to make the initiative to go see them. Um, and I don't expect them to come to Colorado, but if they came to mm-hmm. Colorado, that would be great. Um, so a lot of my friends now are here and from my life married where we lived outside of the people that he knew my friends I'm still friends with but if their spouse was friends with my ex I don't tell them that they need to not be friends with him so I think in the last five years my happy changed because it wasn't the happy that I thought I was going to have at 20 some years in marriage why do you think that in this stage in our life Mm -hmm. a lot of our friends are divorced like like it's almost like a club that, yeah. that, that you hang around with and that you kind of gravitate to. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you like don't minds. have to gravitate. Yeah. Yeah. Like minds. I feel like you don't always want people to like you because you have similarities, but you generally veer towards people who can understand you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I have friends that are the total opposite of me, but they have, they know my experiences because they've already been through them or, you know, like a lot of, a lot of people that I know from growing up, their parents are divorced now. And so they're either trying to not be that next generation of divorce or they're mm-hmm. getting divorced and be like, you know what? My parents did it, you know, and it's one of those things like you either continue it and, you know, I don't want it to make it a norm, but I don't want people to feel like, you know, you're not normal if you get a divorce. Correct. You know, so a lot of, I, I think I literally outwardly, look for happy people because a lot of time in my life, especially with my career, I'm the one that makes you feel better. I'm a nurse. I'm the one, you're not feeling great, but how can I take care of you? You're not doing this. How can I do this? I'm not looking for projects anymore where I, a lot of my friends were, oh, well, they're sad. So I'm also sad for something else, but I'm going to make them happy by laughing or joking or pushing my stuff aside and totally encompassing myself in their unhappy to make them happy because I don't want to be around unhappy people. I'm also great at when you're not feeling great, let me, let me take over. Let me get, let me do things for you so you don't have to worry about all the mundane stuff. I'm no longer looking for projects. If you're my friend, you're going to have shitty days. I'm going to be there for you, but I'm not fixing you. I'm going to tell you my experiences. And if you can take anything from that, great. But I also need to, it's a, it's a give and take now where it was always like, I felt like I was always giving mm-hmm. and I and, was drained and, were taking. and I was drained. So I think my happy now is knowing I'm okay. Even though I'm divorced, it's okay to be happy in this new 
self in this new Rachel. And it's worth it because the only one that can fend for me is me. Yep. And if I'm gonna if I'm gonna sit in negative and sad and all that, that's on me. That's not on other people. It's not on other people to fix me either. You can support me. You can say, hey, I know you're upset. What can I do to help you? Blah, blah, blah. But it's not your job to fix me. And I think I've gotten to a place now where like, I'm so happy just being. I don't have to. And and I mean that like, there's a lot of my things in my life that I can really just sit and dwell in and I can have a miserable life. But I choose to be happy. It's almost like a simplistic happy. Yeah. Like, like you don't have to mm-hmm. work for it. Like it just comes. Mm-hmm. So what, what are some of the things you could, um, advice you can give to other people out there that are, that are in the end stages or after the divorce in order to find they're happy? You know, you went through the standpoint of don't try to make other people happy. Other people can't make you happy. So it's almost like a crisscross there. Mm-hmm. Jump, jump. Yeah. Crisscross will make you jump, jump. <laughs> I mean, people, if you are sad, get yourself some buttons. <laughs> Helium button. I mean, like, I, yeah, I was talking about a road, road rage person before when I was Road rage. Road rage is a mother. I mean, from the Jersey girl? Woo! <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. And then he just did the button thing, and then I was like sad. You know, wasn't sad anymore. If I wasn't you can't sad, I was laugh <laughs> after listening to this podcast or listening to the, the you need help. watching the YouTube channel, you need help because you know we we went through the tough times, we went through the craziness, but we're here to tell you, people, you can laugh. And you gotta I, laugh. And, you gotta and, be happy. And and the thing is, you deserve to be happy. Yes. Yes. I mean, no wh- matter how bad it is, whether no matter you how initiated bad your divorce, the divorce is. whether you've been blindsided by the divorce, like whether whatever, you cheated or you got cheated on. Yeah, you we're not to be happy. judging anybody. Whatever led to you. Oh no, we're judging. <laughs> I think if I had that, I could be a singer. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> is that auto tune? I guess right. Yes. Hello. Yes. How are you? Don't turn it off in the mid. That makes me. Then you really what, hear my voice. They're like, oh, I can't listen to that. It's that's like, what she said. Yes. <laughs> Don't turn it off in the middle. Sorry, babe. Don't. I'm done. You didn't find a spot yet. Yep. <laughs> G. Spot. Yes. <laughs> there is no G spot. There is. There so is. And now I'm trying to talk like that. I know that. you're trying to talk like that. I was that, trying to make it really even... hype. <laughs> <laughs> My voice is already really high, so when I tried to do that, it was like, Wah! It's like literally, you know, in the that tone where like only little kids can hear. If you want to get your happy, go out and get a Rocaster Pro 2 so you can do this crap, do a podcast. Hey, that makes me happy. Oh, do, yeah. Do, podcasting. Doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. Podcasting. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I look forward to this every week because <laughs> I we never know what's going to happen. And I think part of our journeys, too, because, um, you know, part of you've said it before. When I first started, I was angry. I was just so angry that it's oh, happening. Yeah. And I said I left, but it was it was go time. It was one of those where, OK, enough's enough and shit or get off the pot kind of thing. So. Um, you, re- you really find some kind of outlet. S- what, it doesn't have to be podcasting. It could be drawing. It can be, a, mm-hmm. it could be hiking. It could be just put yourself in something that makes you happy. Like I know one friend who like 
loves movies. And now she's like, has a movie blog. Like, she's like, it's really just fine. And who cares if you're the, if there's one person listening, one person can change Warren, your day. Warren. Thanks, Warren. Thanks, Warren. <laughs> we have one listener out there. Wait, Warren. what happened to Pete? Did we lose him? <laughs> no, we got Pete too. Okay. Yeah, we got to get Pete on the show. I mean, we got Actually, my family we're going to ask Warren to be on the show too. I send them yes. all out too. Yes. Yeah. Anybody want to be on the show, email us. We can link you in. Yep. And you can be um, remote. Kind of like LinkedIn, but that's a different thing. I mean, are we going to get paid by them? No, we're not making money. At all. We're not making money. <laughs> I like cutting you off right, right in the I, middle. I, I, right in the I middle like is like not perfect. Having control. <laughs> I know. Um. Yeah. No. Like control. what I said earlier, I don't like being spanked unless I'm asking for it. <laughs> control. I mean, you have an yeah, issue. What you have I got. issues. Yes. You have issues. <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking about? So let me let me explain. Um, Watch YouTube, people. I cannot say it enough. Let, let me explain. The one thing about um, is happiness your compass. Not <laughs> really. Not, not you're going to do a thing. I to figure you? you're always dancing. I'm just going to give myself a little. So so I was talking about happiness being your compass. So compass means it points you in the right direction. So for the regular people, it's it, compass. Compass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I know water is not water. It's water? water. Yeah, it's kind of like bubbler and um, bubbler and. Um, home. No. Go home. Bubbler, bubbler and water fountain. But anyway. I'm um, from the 1800s. Yes. Okay. Where was I going? God. I don't know. Your compass. Where are you going? <laughs> stay, stay on that. Uh, <laughs> I, I know how to set you up now. Just I hit the love button. it. It's Boom. like squirrel on crack. Oh. So the compass sets you in the right direction for your happiness. Mm. And once you find that direction of happiness, then you can explore what you need to go. Okay. So it's kind of like, you know, happiness can be all the things that you want to do, but you didn't do when you were married that Mm -hmm. your ex didn't like to do. Mm -hmm. So you can dive into all that stuff that you want to do now because you don't have to answer anybody. I do have a question, though. How you, David, how did you know what made you happy until you tried it, right? So what was something that you weren't able to do when you were married and then you found, or you did do when you were married, but it wasn't fulfilling? Italian food. Oh, that's right. I yep. forgot. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some yep. simple Italian food. I mean, yeah. My ex didn't like me to eat Italian food because it came through my pores, but now I eat it and I love it. You just bite into garlic. Yeah, I just bite. Ah, blah, 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 blah. I love to suck your blood. <laughs> to suck your you garlic. You know what I was going to say. <laughs> I want to suck your garlic. <laughs> But no. I wanted to come out your pores. Yeah. Yeah. So something simple. Italian okay. food. Yeah. yeah. And I think you really have to do like a self checklist. Like there's a lot of things that I did when I was married that I enjoyed, but I think I enjoyed them because my ex liked to do them and it was something we were doing together. You know, like I love fishing, mm-hmm. but I don't care if I'm catching. You just want to be there. I just want to be there. I want to be in nature. And we did a lot of ocean fishing because we're from Jersey. So we, and we had a boat. So we would go on our boat into like the bay and, but we'd also charter like big boat, like go on a big charter boat and catch like bluefish and drum and all that stuff. And I didn't necessarily like, you know, the big, huge waves and all that stuff. Half the time I ended up inside sleeping because, you know, you're, you're fishing from like seven until one in the morning, whatever. And then you're whatever. And so just being doing something with my spouse was my happy. Mm-hmm. But now that I don't have that spouse or that moment, I, I don't know. Like I love fishing. 
I don't know that I would go ocean fishing, but it was something that we did together. And I may try it. So, you know, because if Lance or something, you know, didn't ever, did, hasn't done something that I've done before and I enjoyed, I may say, hey, you should try this. But there's a lot of things that like I introduced into the marriage too. Like I've been skiing since I was four. Like I mm-hmm. love skiing, but I was like East Coast skiing. Yeah, we went to heels. like Vermont mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. we came out here and I'm like, I love skiing. I love just being here skiing and you know lance doesn't really ski but i can do that by myself because it makes me happy and you know like lance loves to hunt and all their stuff i don't mind going with him i'm just past the hunting stage like Mm -hmm. i used to go hunting with my dad i used to go hunting with my ex like but i'm not you know i don't want to climb up a tree and i don't want to track down things for 17 miles and then have to carry it out for 20 miles or whatever I'll go with you. I'll hang out. I'll do my thing. But I I also know that if he wants to do that on his own, I want him to be happy. I yeah. want him to be him in his own skin happy. So then when we're together, we're both happy. Now, if I'm doing something that makes me miserable or he's doing something that makes him miserable because I didn't like it, I don't want him to be miserable doing something I enjoy. So I think you need to find – you really need – I honestly think in the first six months, you need to do a – evaluation of your body of yourself of your mind of your beliefs because especially like beliefs because spiritually i've gone through so much like turmoil i grew up christian my dad was you know probably atheist but didn't want to like really piss jesus off so Mm. you know um and so i was very confused growing up with all that stuff so i think i have this battle always like the the devil and the angel saying, what do you actually believe, Rachel? And a lot of my, th- I thought that I believed was someone else's pick ideals. Pick the chicken, pick the chicken. That's a Dave Chappelle. I love thing. him. He's yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give our listeners and viewers a homework lesson. Mm, okay. So toward the end of your divorce or after your divorce, mm-hmm. sit down and write, make three columns, things I like, things we liked, Things they liked. Yeah. And then you see the commonalities mm-hmm. and then you start crossing shit off. Yeah. Boom, 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 Do you remember, boom. I don't know if you're young enough or old enough. I don't know. When, yeah. when I was kids, we used to make those um, shame books or something like that. And you have to like list five things and then you had to do like a little circle and you counted the lines and then you go down and cross off things in each one like mansion, shack, whatever, and go around. Well, I think you need to make a, a really good... Who are you? Who am I? Who, 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 who? Jesus, monkeys. <laughs> it's tone. It's fucking tone. I'm telling you. Who, I can who, hear you. Who, who. I hear you. And it's not, no. But yeah. Who so, are you? So what was. One of, who are you? What was one of the. Stop it. <laughs> God dang it. Stop it. Too much fun. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Don't hold I your nose. Not. It makes it worse. <laughs> if not, I'm going to snot. Don't snot on the computer screen, please. Okay. Whew. Thank goodness I wasn't drinking. Because then know. it would have been all over the computer. Um, no, I, I. what was one of the things you did post-divorce that you like, oh my gosh, I'm happy. Was there like a light bulb moment? Was there like, I'm, I'm going to be okay moment? Like... I can't think of one thing. Yeah. I can think of a number of things like, yeah. like waking up with no one, no one beside me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
being able to decide on doing things all by myself and not have to mm-hmm. go through the rigmarole of trying to convince somebody to do something. Yeah. Being on time. <laughs> I used Frickin to think, simple, man. I used to think on I was the on time person, but I'm always like, yeah, we'll get there when we get there now. I'm drum like, line. Hey, drum line. What, uh, drum line, he said, you're late if you're on time, and you're on time if you're early. No. Yes. And well, isn't it like if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're, you're late. late. And if you're late, go home. That's that's what I said. I don't know. What you said. That's what I said. I can't concentrate when you're saying. This is this going to be a podcast for the ages, man, because we're going back and forth, up and down, mm. everywhere, all over the and place. And we have Dutch Bros. Yes, yes. With um, my sugar-free Dutch Bros. <laughs> Wait, what's the Dutch Rose that's back there? I give him a shout out. Uh, the one at uh, is it Circle and Circle and Con- Circle and Palmer Park? That's it. Yes, shout out. Go to them. Yes, they're fun. In Colorado means Colorado. Yeah, that too. You should probably be in Colorado. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so I I know like one of the one of the first times I had that. Oh, like it's okay to be happy. I think like yep. not that I need permission or not that I needed validation that it was okay to laugh or whatever. But I, I honestly was, I went, um, I went to Denver, a bunch of people were going to Denver and I'd gotten there early and cause I, you know, I'm early. I like it being early. Yep. And so they were, they were going to meet, it was like DTC area. Like, so, um, we went to, um, a Denver tech center for those who don't live here. Um, and there's like a bunch of little like stores and shops or whatever. And there was this like little cafe. And it was like before I go out and drinking and all of their stuff. And we were going dancing. And I love dancing. Like, and I don't, I mean, I don't think I'm terrible, but I don't know how great I am. And I've been dancing my whole life. Um, that's why I got my name Cinnamon. Night fever, night <laughs> fever. You got um, a way to show it. Sure. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah, 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 that. Yes, that yes. One? Yeah, okay. that's those words. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's tone. <laughs> no, it's um, not tone. It's words. Uh, well, you're just saying words. I don't hear your tone. Hey. You're not. It makes tone makes it all <laughs> tone right. loke, funky <laughs> Cole Medina. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so I was downtown, and I, you know, I no, you were DTC. DTC down, downtown tech, tech center. center. Yes. So there was like a little the little cafe, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go in by myself. I don't have to wait for anybody. I'm not going to ask where are you at in my car because it's too weird to go by yourself. That would have been a good time for a button. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. If you don't watch YouTube, I'm telling you. <laughs> If you just listen, you're not getting the full effect. Oh. Um, so I remember like people watching and going like, mm, well, it's going to be divorced or those people look happy or why can't I be happy or this? And I go, you know what? I actually am happy. I don't have to say I'm here, this place or whatever. I don't have to be home at a certain time. I don't have anybody else to be responsible for except me, me. And so I remember sitting, I go, it was like euphoric. It was kind of like I, Rachel, am sitting here by myself in Denver Tech Center waiting for my friends. Fine. But I'm having a moment. Like I'm just being me. And I started to like me again. I started to 
understand that it was okay to just be me. Because a lot of times I'd be like hushed or like, why are you so crazy? Or why are you so wild? Or why are you this? Like we'd get like the arm rub, like it's okay, yep. calm down. And I always felt I was being made into a child. I'm just a happy spirit. I'm a, I'm a happy, friendly person. So it would always come off of like, why did you talk to that person? Why did you do that? Like I, at that moment, I knew like I can talk to whoever the fuck I want. I'm not making, the fuck I want. I'm not making a scene. I'm being me. And if someone else I don't fucking know has a problem with it, who cares? Right? Eddie, who, who? Eddie, I'm a American woman now, Eddie. Yes. No, sorry. Oh. Yeah. So like, I think I remember sitting there going, I'm going to be okay alone. I'm going to be okay being my happy, not having to walk on eggshells, not having to conform to what other people thought my happy tone or, you know, if I'm embarrassing them, mm-hmm. it, how am I embarrassing you when I'm doing it? So I never understood, like, my ex would be like, you're embarrassing yourself. I'm like, I ain't embarrassed. You're embarrassed. So knowing that it was okay to be happy. And I I mean, I've talked about the two. Like, it was one of those, it was that night that um, I was with my girlfriend and we were comparing notes about the exes and we're like... All you can do now is laugh. Oh, yeah. Because it's so insane. It's or some as hell. of the conversations yeah. that you're like, this is a grown adult talking to another adult. And you look at yourself too at the same time. Yeah. There's a, there's mm-hmm. an introspect there. Well, and I think yeah. too, like I, like I've always said, I, I've always been told I wasn't good enough. I feel like maybe they weren't saying it, but that's what I felt because early on in my life, I was compared to my sibling who has disabilities and needed my mom more. Mm -hmm. And so I was always felt like, you know, you know, the third class citizen on Titanic, you know, like sink or swim, figure it out. Like you're going down with the ship. And if you didn't, I keep saying confirm. If I didn't conform, if I didn't conform, of course I'd be punished or yelled at or whatever. My mom would blatantly say, like, you're not special. She is because she needs me. And I'm like, well, I'm kind of special. So now in my adult life, I'm like, you know, a lot of those things that were put upon me aren't me. They're not what defines me. That's not my character. That's not who I am. Yes, I've had a lot of shit happen to me. But I can sit and dwell in it or I can decide to be happy. And I think post-divorce, I'm like, I'm going to be happy regardless of other people. So check this out. So let's say that you got divorced twice. You had to divorce yourself from the shit when Mm -hmm. you were younger. Mm -hmm. And you had to divorce yourself from the shit from being married. And I think Melissa. And they almost intertwine. When I think Melissa, our guest that we've had on, um, when she said cord cutting, I I actually did did that. I actually actually did. I I didn't like do any of the like jars or anything that, but I, I say I like to manifest. I like to say out into the world, like, I'm going to have a great day. <laughs> I'm going to have a great day. I'm going to decide to be better. I'm going to decide that the guy road raging on me today for no reason. Um, he doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm going to say, you hey, know. Hey, send, send him some love. Send I'm, the road I'm going to manifest him. I hope he doesn't get into an accident. I hope he gets to his destination. Yeah. I hope he gets back to his family, even though he was raging. Yep. Um, I think my Jersey girl sticker kind of scared him though, but it's okay. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think w- when you decide that to, to cut that proverbial cord, um, it gives you room to be happy. And like you say, fill parking spaces. Um, there should be a lot of happy now. Oh, definitely. And you know, you, sh- you, maybe you're not happy that you're divorced. You're happy that, you, you know, you, you're happy that you've come t- out 
on the other side or the podcast. If it, like we say, if it helps one person see that, you know, it's okay to feel how you're feeling. Yep. And just because you say something out of, you know, sadness or anger and all this, you're going to get through it. You're going to get past that. And your, your goal should be to find happy. That's why you got out of that marriage. If it's, you know, not copacetic, you know, so happy is worth the effort. I say that all the time, but you have to know where, you, where that means, what that means for you. So is happy worth the effort? Is that your go-to summary for, for the podcast today? Yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. bam. Yeah. Well, what does your happy look like post-divorce? Being on time. Oh, yeah. No, I know that. <laughs> being being on time, doing doing what I want to do, but not going crazy with it. Well, um, that's, that's another story. Yeah, well. That's called whole face. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we talked about the stages of Are we going to have a, have a podcast about the whole face? We should. That'd I mean, be it's interesting. Been a while. It's been a yeah. while. Yeah. Well, we did talk about the I'll let you talk. I, I, I didn't go through the whole phase. Yeah, right. So Cereal. I'll let you talk about that. Cereal You dater. did not realize the amount of varieties of cereal until you started cereal dating whole phase. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> That's Skittles. <laughs> you did Skittle dating? What the hell is that? Everything. Everybody. Taste the rainbow. Oh, wow. He's just open for business. Is that an OnlyFans page? <laughs> I mean, you can make money with the Skittle love. Skittle. Skittle love. I mean, this. wait. Okay. My Skittle. brain. My Skittle. brain just went in so many different places. Right Skittle. There. Skittle love is kind of like muskrat love. Oh. I told you. Bestiology. <laughs> is not a thing. We don't, we don't condone that here. Muskrat love is not Leave bestiality. Leave the animals alone. Come on. Come on. Well, muskrats aren't animals. Muskrat love. I don't, I don't know think the they tone were talking of, about that. I don't know the um, uh, uh, tone. Tone. I don't know the tone, tone for that one because I'm not obviously. that old. I know the song, but it does, it's not like coming right on the top of my head. So that's what she uh, said. Yes. <laughs> 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 that <old> bump. <laughs> hey, that's bros. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I, I honestly have learned uh, that from teenagers that uh, say, that's what she said. Lance is going to be so proud of you right now because you had bam, bam, bam. I know. he's he's He claims to be the funny one in this relationship. Oh, let's, hey, let's get it. Hey, let's get it back on the podcast. Okay. And, yeah, yeah we're, we should. We're, we're, we're over to you. <laughs> well, we need to have Valerie, too. Uh, I finally got to meet her. I'm so excited. Yay. She does exist. I know, right? She's not a fig, fig Newton. One of those foods that you're not sure you like, but you kind of like. I think I like them. I had them as a kid. I'm not sure. And then think, you have them. You're like, hmm. I think fig newtons are a little sexual. Oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> if you look at it from the side, yeah. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> I'm not feeling the fig newton love. Oh wait, oh because oh. Damn. Because you mean, oh, I literally just saw Fig Newton in my head. Do you like lick the center first? Oh my God. Oh, Jesus. Do you lick the, uh, no, the fruity I'm not, center? I'm not going there. Hey, thank Although you everybody the out there for listening. It's a little listening. dry, so you thank might need you to lick the outside. Everyone too. for listening to Doris Devil are episode. You, are you turning me off? No. <laughs> thank you everybody out there for listening to uh, no, you Doris Devil. No, you didn't answer my question. What? What? When, when? I actually don't like fake Newtons. Oh, what? <laughs> I, I, did you answer my question? I don't even know. I think uh, the sugar's come to my head, too. I said... Do I eat it from the inside out? <laughs> I don't like fake Newtons. Hello. 
I don't eat them. You don't like tacos? Sam, I am. I love you. Would you eat a Fick Newton in a box? Or (laughs) wait, it is a box. What? I'm so confused. I'm just not sure there's like seeds in the middle and shit. Like that would be like crabs and bowl of crab. We don't want that. We don't Fick Newton. All right, everybody. Girls, you shouldn't be like a Fick Newton. Thank you for listening to Divorce Devil episode 84. We really appreciate you. David, stop it. And we really. Why are you hanging up on me? Have a great day. You can't silence me, David. You're full of sugar. I just ate the microphone. Yep. (laughs) Okay, so post happy, laugh, laughter. Please send me some emails. I don't even know what all the questions are. What's wrong with that girl on the podcast? She's amazing. I will respond in kind. So. No. Whatever he says, unless it's amazing, Mm -hmm. ain't true. All right, everybody. Have a nice night. Bye bye. Be happy. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.